Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, starring me, Dags, and Johnny Rage. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is a powerful American pop culture podcast, and now, somewhere unknown, probably in a Burger King drive-thru, is Johnny Rage. Come on, dude. You got to get more original than that. I mean, there are other fast food restaurants. Can't you say something else? I thought you were waiting for the Impossible Burger. I am day 45. We're still waiting here. <laughs> now, be, wait to... now, before we begin, I, I'm going to have to address something. Wait a minute. We already, we already begun. So you can't say before we begin. We already begun, well, before the ahead. hilarity ensues. Okay. What do you got? Well, it's going to be serious. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the news. There's been allegations about altering a video of Nancy Pelosi. Yes, I, I, I have saw that. So what they're saying is a person uh, slowed it down 75% to make her to make slur. Her sound to make her sound intoxicated, yes. Yes. Well, there's been allegations of this podcast. Yes. I don't know if you're familiar. I'm just going to tell everyone. There's been allegations that I've been altering the audio, editing the audio, to make it seem like Johnny Rage is dumber than he is. <laughs> mm-hmm. That must take hours because with this brilliance, and the wisdom that I possess to try to take that and make it look anything differently. Uh, we have our, our board crew, our team of people that do that. Brilliant, brilliant people. Cause I am a brilliant person. So you are. So I, I take that as a compliment. Yeah, the allegations. Right. Right. So anywho, what, uh, what else do you got there? Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Diggs on your end. What's going on? Well, we enjoyed a movie last night, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about that because uh, um, I, I'm a huge fan of the Godzilla stuff. And I don't know if you are necessarily. When we left the movie theater, you just kind of chuckled and kept your kept stay to yourself. Uh, should we jump into it or should we, should we kind of tease the audience with more stuff well i, I do want to hear about uh your grilling experience do you want to start with that or do you talk absolutely about... oh whatever okay, you well, want to talk about the microphone is yours frontal nudity is that included only sidle side nudity on a windy day um no um gosh i'm so fired up days i don't know where to start have you ever had so much spewing knowledge and information you just didn't know where to start this thing it's magical isn't it oh it's mad the magic begins here but um let's go to the grill uh because we've talked about that that's kind of where we left off last week we don't have to do uh too much time on this because we went in, in depth but 
I don't know if I have actually grilled with it at this point last time, did I? Thanks. No, you ha- you didn't. That's why we started talking about it. Talked about all okay. your powerful grilling techniques. Okay, so and, I'm going to be a little... Go ahead. I'm sorry. And and it culminated in the purchase of the pellet grill. Right. Um, I consider... I'm a huge, huge charcoal guy. I told you this before. I've said this on the podcast. Never once has it has I have I ever had the desire to go back to a propane tank. I talked about this. I said, whatever you're grilling or camping, there has to be some level of inconvenience in order for it to count as such. Why do we just take a gas grill, which is basically the same thing you have 30 feet into your kitchen? I mentioned this last week. To me, that's not a grilling experience. So I like charcoal. I told you how I'm setting this up, how the whole process just gets my juices flowing from igniting the charcoal to the process where it's getting uh, the coals are white till the time you drop it in and you get your meat on the grill. It's a whole process that I truly enjoy. I was sold on the charcoal, but I heard a lot about these uh, pellet burners. I wasn't buying into it initially. Um, Finally, I said, you know what? We should take a, a, a better look at this stuff. And I looked at them online and, and didn't quite understand. Well, it's kind of like it takes my charcoal completely out of the picture. Um, but you know what? I talked myself into one. I, I found a fairly inexpensive one. And I bought it last week, as I said. I hadn't had a chance to grill. I have used it now on several occasions. I got the good, bad, and the ugly here now. They're definitely dags as a learning curve. Okay? Even if you're a grill master, a grill chef, sous chef like I am. Um, you know, you know that I'm a sous chef. Tell us, tell us what a sous chef means. Well, I made a meal for my family. It was so bad. They sued me. (laughs) I I love, I just love that dad humor. (laughs) Um, anyway, uh, so the first thing I do, I figure, you know, we're going to start out easy. We're going to do hamburgers. Now with these pellet grills, you can smoke or treat it kind of like a convection oven. And so I put it to the test, both aspects. I smoked my hamburgers for about 45 minutes, and then I turned up the burner to about 350, and I finished cooking them, which would kind of be like a, a reverse sear. Boy, I even sound like I know what I'm talking about, too. When you're talking reverse sear, this is a guy that knows what he's doing. So I did the reverse sear on it. The hamburgers were, ex- what I liked about the hamburgers, they were they didn't lose their size. You know how sometimes... You put a hamburger patty on the grill, and when it's done, it's like three-quarter or half, half the size it was. So it's a shower, not a grower? Kind of like when you jump into the pool, you know? Um, so anyway, it, it, it maintained its size. It maintained its girth. It maintained its... Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, it, made, it, it, was, it wasn't uh, burnt. Uh, it was very juicy. The one thing, however, I did miss with it is I did give up a little bit of, of that charcoal flavor. I didn't think the smoke was as heavy as the charcoal. I thought I was hoping the smoke would lay it on a little thicker than it did. Now, I want to I want to talk about your wood. What kind of wood did you use? Um, what I went with is just to, for starters, there's all kinds of different wood flavorings, flavors, wood pellets. I just bought the basic generic two for 15 just to kick things off. I didn't get all scientific on this at all. We'll build to that. Okay. Um, but hold on, ask, hold on. Do we know what type sounds, of wood it is? It sounds very odd when one man asks another man about his wood. I think that what's wrong probably, with that? It's completely it natural. Just, it sounds it's kind of awkward, I think. But um, so, Dags, you're concerned about, after all this, you're more concerned about my wood. Yes. Um, what kind of wood? Do you know what it was or not? I'll never forget when my nephew 
when Toy Story was popular, he got, um, you know, uh, Tom Hanks was the voice for Woody. And uh, for Christmas, everybody asked him, hey, what'd you get for Christmas? And he was very young and he said, I got a 14 inch Woody. <laughs> oh, it was pretty funny. No, no uh, laugh track for that one. Oh, hold on. Okay. Well, it's too late now. So, Dags, a 14-inch Woody. Uh, good stuff. Um, the type of wood was just a generic wood. It was kind of a for all purpose. Because there is different pellets for different meats. Uh, this one was kind of a general all-purpose one. So, I use that to start off with. But we, but we will go a little uh, in-depth at a later time on that as well. So, I told you about the hamburger. A little disappointing the hamburger. Uh, next up on the list, I really wanted to get after it. We bought a pork butt because we wanted to pull pork. I mean, when you think smoker, you think ribs and pulled pork. So we got a three-pound pulled pork, which is not very large because we didn't want to start big because, you know, we're newbies to this. Um, very disappointed with that. Um, I tried to smoke it on the smoke setting. I don't know why that smoke setting says smoke it because it's a very low temperature, too low. I mean, we had this thing for 12 hours, and we were still at 188 degrees. Uh, meat temperatures, you need to be 205 for pulled pork. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chalk that up as a rookie mistake. I didn't put the, uh, you should have 225. I came in at 160, 180 for way too long. We did turn it up probably about six hours into it, but it was far too late. The damage was done in terms of this baby. We never did finish it to its optimal temperature, 205. So strike one against me for that. Yesterday, Dags, I rolled with some chicken uh, drummies, and I thought they were damn near perfect. Yeah, I'm getting better, which every time I use this thing, I'm getting better and better. I like this thing because it's kind of, again, I use charcoal. There's a process with that of which I enjoy. But with this thing, you hit a button and you turn a dial on and bam, you're good to go for the most part. You just have to wait like 10 minutes. So it's not cheating. I consider propane cheating kind of. This isn't cheating because you get the smoky flavor as well as you can turn into your convection type oven. So, so far, I'm loving it, and I will have plenty more reporting on what's on the grill coming from this point. We'll do a segment. Maybe we can get uh, Traeger to sponsor it. Now, do you, so, know what, do you know what kind of wood it was? Was it mesquite? Was it apple? You don't know? or You have this fixation on my wood. I, I don't understand Well, this. what I'm um, trying to say is different woods have different, like mesquite, that tends to be, you know, harsher smoke. It was very soft, like very soft with a mushroom head. What kind would that be? I don't know. <laughs> you want to find out yeah you need to pay attention because you're trying to get into this grilling I, a big but, a big but, part of it is what kind of wood you use to get a different steps. smoke flavor digs baby steps okay i'm just gonna need you to pay attention okay now did okay. you have help or did you do this all alone i did it all alone because you used the word we um we is everybody who was involved in the process you know which is me uh look at the size of me i mean when i'm standing in a crowd they say hey this isn't a this is no room for gang activity here you know um are you trying to segue into godzilla king of the monsters you know we could do that this this would be an opportunity for us to talk about it we saw it together yesterday um why don't you kick it off bags i've talked about my grill uh let's start with your review or or tell us about your experience with godzilla king of the monsters now king of the monsters was so I'm confused right now, just right off the bat, Johnny Rage, help me out. Um, King Kong, where does that mm -hmm. come into the mix? Because was there going to be the, the last King Kong? Was that supposed to go into Godzilla? 
Um, they led you to believe that. Matter of fact, one of the things we didn't do is we should have stayed for after the credits because that's when they introduced Godzilla King Kong when it was the King Kong of Skull Island movie like a couple of two years ago. I don't know if there was something after the credits that, that promoted King Kong and Godzilla fighting. I don't know. But it's pretty... Well, no, go ahead. I'm, I'll, I'll add as, as, as you can. No, that's on. fine. This is a group effort. Now, mm-hmm. I just want the fans to know that you almost got into a fist fight before the movie started. Why don't oh, you tell boy, us a little you, bit about that? You had to bring that up, huh? Well, here it is, dude. I was a little crabby to begin with because I was tired. I took a nap that was far too short than what I wanted to, so I woke up just kind of groggy and crabby. Did you have a headache? A Kind of a headache, kind of a pissy, kind of a, you know what, I'd rather just stay on the couch, but I really want to see this movie-type attitude. So anyway, I finally get to the movie late, and it's raining, and that pisses me off. And there's no parking because it's Tuesday, because all the cheap people go out on Tuesdays to see these movies. Um, so I park a mile away from this theater, run in the rain, get in there, pay for our tickets, go up to the uh, concession stand where I'm finally like, okay, I'm in my place now. I'm in the movie theater. I feel good. Well, there were three ladies standing up at the counter, but there was only two lines for them. I thought the middle lady was jumping in because it was getting busy, so she was going to assist. Sometimes they kind of ham and egg it on a register. Well, when I was standing there, she wasn't helping me, but the guy next to me, to my right, was ordering his stuff. And he's looking at me like, can I help you? Do I know you? And I'm looking at him like, maybe I did know him, you know? Because, I mean, Dags, we know how far-reaching and, and with my personality, how Powerful. many people know me. Powerful. Yeah, I mean, I could be in on the moon, and it'd be somebody probably know me. On the know? dark side of the moon. Yeah. Um, where unlike you, you, you're just known for mooning, right? What's wrong with that? It's um, completely natural. (laughs) What's the deal with all the moons now? So when we were a kid, there was the full moon. That was about it, right? Yeah. Now there's a super blue moon. There's wolf moon. There's new moon on Monday. What's with all the moons? I think there there wasn't that many moons back then. Climate change, dude. Oh, it's changing the climate. Yeah. We just, we just, we just. Blame everything on climate change. When the Vikings lose, it's climate change, okay? Let's just roll with that. No, I want to get it's, into, because, I, you know, with the linear thought, and I, I just like to go off on tangents. And one thing I noticed about Godzilla, they didn't get into climate change. I thought that would, that's what affected. What do you mean? The, you know, I thought they'd change. have, like, some climate change monster or something. Oh, but they talked about climate change. That was what the whole thing was based on. You know, I thought, well, do you remember in the original one, they had the smog monster, Mm -hmm. powerful, because that was their problem back then, smog. Yeah. So I thought they'd have Uh, a cool, like, climate change monster. Well, I I think the the monsters were released so that they could help with the climate. So there is kind of a connection there. There's not a specific um, climate change monster but they all were there to help change so the what do you think mon- they could be they could have like sasquatch where he wouldn't use as much hairspray because it damages the ozone layer what do you mm-hmm. think cfc's I and i don't like it because sasquatch is too t- sasquatch is not an icon he's not a titan like what, what we witnessed yesterday but what if, okay? he, what if they should make him bigger with some radioactive stuff yes juice him yeah but he'd be worthless. He doesn't have any, like, powers to do anything. Oh, oh, unlike a stupid moth? Well, did you see the claws on that thing? I mean, he took up Rodan with just a little, you know. 
How did Rodan survive that, by the way? I, I did not understand that. I don't know. Before, well, I, I like how <laughs> these monsters are, are birthed from the depths of the earth, the fire and the fury. And then these planes shoot little missiles at them designed to shoot down other planes. Mm-hmm. And what's this little missile going to do? This thing was born of fire and the pressure of the earth. Exactly. Come on. And, and how many times does it happen where the dumbass gets too close and they just kind of paw out like a cat does, and it takes five, five uh, helicopters or, or or jets down. Dude, stay away from the thing, okay? I mean, you don't have to get two feet in front of the thing to shoot it, but never, it always happens where the plane gets too close and they can wipe them out by just a simple touch, you know? And they're, um, they're always shooting rifles at it. Like, what's a rifle gonna do? <laughs> I guess when you're when you when you're not expecting that, you're running for your life, but you have no place to go. You're just kind of like, oh well, let's just start shooting. Just like Tom Hanks, remember in Saving Private Ryan when he's just about ready to die, and that big tank comes at him. He takes out and, his 1911 and just starts shooting yeah, at it. Just starts shooting, and they actually blow. It's not him that blows it up, but he thinks it is. It's actually an airstrike. That's kind of like, fuck it, this is all I got. Boom, boom, you know. Oh. You know, because in the original movies, they had the cool rocket artillery. You know, yeah, exactly. They had the truck. You know, the. Yep. yep. Why didn't they have yep. that? I I don't. People get it. love I, that. Is it because they really didn't know what they were dealing with and the size of these things? I, I don't it's know. It's stupid. Um, I I heard I heard like if you make a movie, and you make the Pentagon look good, they'll they'll give you access to everything. Mm-hmm. But then, if did you, you think? Did you think the Pentagon looked good in this? In this? Well, it wasn't even the Pentagon. It was just mismatched. Like the military was some generic military with people of all different <laughs> ages and, and beards and not beards and shaved heads. And Don't they always make the military, though, look like some blundering idiots? Like, we've got a brand new bomb that we've been developing and we're going to try it on. <laughs> oh, yeah. They had that dumb, what was their dumb bomb that took all the, the oxygen out? <laughs> so then you see well, all the fish, bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah, yeah. But what I don't understand, Diggs, and this is where your brilliance comes out. If you can breathe underwater where there's no oxygen, if you just went underwater for the time being, wouldn't you be fine until you came back up or what? Yeah, because pretty know. much fish extract the oxygen through their gills in the water. Okay. So, so I was, I, I'm going to say you're correct. Yeah, but I, I just love that. We've got a brand new bomb. We've, they've always, these guys, little movies, have been developing a bomb that they're going <laughs> to use. That never, and it never works. Never works, you know. Now, what did Absolutely. you what did you think of the bad guy? No, he's I love him, but he was underutilized. His name is Charles Dance. He was Tywin Lannister in Game of Thrones. The last two movies we saw had people from Game of Thrones: John Wick and now Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Well, well who's the lady? She looks so familiar to me. Um, that worked hand by side by side with him to to awaken all the creatures. Yes. Who is? Do you, do you remember who that is? We'll look that. Do, we'll look that up. Get our Google boy. Um, you didn't see him much. He he was very sinister, and yeah. that's what they were going for, obviously. Um, and all those sinister guys, same thing. They come in and just wipe people out and have no regret about it. I I didn't understand the point though. Going through all that for not any money behind it. Was there money? How were they going to, what was the payoff for him? I don't know. Just he hated everyone and just wanted to start over. Is, I mean, is that what it was? I mean, just kind because, of a nihilist. Uh, but why would you, I mean, let's face it. Why would you like to wake up to utter destruction? 
You know, I, I mean, who would want to do that? I, I didn't like that about the story. Um, I, I wish they would have done that a little bit differently. You didn't need a sinister guy uh, who wanted to save the world by using all 13 or 12 of the Titans that they were calling them. Um, so they, they wouldn't awoke them with some goofy uh, sound wave type thing that this lady created. Um, I guess I didn't like that part of it. But he, see, uh, he's a cool actor. I wish they would have used him more. I mean, I'm they, not saying, yeah, I'm not saying he's good or bad. I just didn't like his, I didn't like his, uh, the character. Thank you. Uh, the nun. Did you see the nun? Oh, I did. She, yes, I did see that. That's where she's from. Okay. She was a nun. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, I like the nun better than Godzilla, I have to say, but, uh, really? anyway, yeah, but getting back to Godzilla, um, it kind of reminded me of a Marvel movie. I mean, you have all these, the wasp isn't the wasp. It's Mothra, uh, monster zero. Um, and when did, when did Mothra and Godzilla become such close friends is my question to you. Yeah. I don't I know. Didn't get that. In the movie or in the, in the, in the saga of those two, I didn't realize they were buddies. We'll have to look back. Yeah. I thought Mothra was, you know, a sinister evil being that he fought. They fought all those people, but the Mothra saved Godzilla. Now, what do you, what do you think of Godzilla, his portrayal, the character, the CGI? I thought it was good. That's probably the best part of the movie was his portrayal. Yeah, I mean, you can't go back to that campy foam costume look in 2019 and they have to streamline him. And he's definitely bigger than how he was depicted back in 1954, the original. Uh, I liked it. I thought that was probably the best part of it. See, I wanted his head bigger in relationship to the body. More like a T-Rex, you know, where they have the giant head. Yeah. What'd you think of the blue when it lights up? Um... A new twist to that type of thing. You're talking about his tail? When his tail was lighting up? Well, it goes up his, you know, up his spine. Or whatever that was. Tail to spine, yeah. You know, it just makes me wonder if they do, and they're going to pit King Kong against Godzilla. King Kong's fucked. I mean, how's King Kong going to take out a guy that's got radioactive breath and fire breathing? And, and is, I mean, all, all King Kong can do is fight. He's a he's walking, like a walking atomic bomb, yeah. Yeah, he's like a Mike Tyson, though, you know. And King Kong would just take his tail and just whip it. And don't you think that would be the most unfair fight? When they, and they most. keep changing the scale of the monsters. Yeah. Like every movie, it's big, it's small, it's big, it's small. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Did you like Monster Zero, the three-headed dragon? You know what I liked about that is it brought me back to my childhood days. They, they brought those guys back. Absolutely. Uh, Rodan, Monster Zero, Mothra, all the ones that we saw as kids, and here they are back again. Um, my gosh, with with Monster Zero and that guy from Game of Thrones, did it throw you back to Game of Thrones days? Because it kind of looked was like dragon esque. Oh, uh, that, Monster that's, Zero. That's funny you said that because there is. I think you know it's it's weird. You're right. They throw in the guy from Game of Thrones, and then they have the dragon. It was pretty cool. But, you know, I kind of overdosed on all the filters. Why can't it just be a blue sky? Why can't Godzilla attack on a nice blue day? You know, a nice blue right. sky day. So the, the, the storms and, oh, my God, everything. The smoke and the, everything is blue filters, and they just love the blue filters and the, 
a little bit, but God damn, dude, everything is run through it. Is maybe it's because of Snapchat and all the women have to do that stupid thing with the ears and the button nose, you know, the Snapchat filter. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think you know the real reason. Number one, to hide the CGI. Is that what you're going to yeah, say? Yeah, because CGI isn't that good yet. Or I mean, it's good. Now, but now it, did you did you notice? That's funny you said that because as it went towards the end, it almost looked like. Do you remember that movie, The Giant Claw? We were talking about episodes yes. ago. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when, yeah. when, when, when Rodan started <laughs> looking like the puppet from the John yeah. Claw? Yeah, I, you know, that is so funny because I was thinking that exact same thing, except I, I was going to mention that to you, but I forgot the name of the movie, of course. And also when the, when the, uh, are you talking about the part where the airplane, where the pilot ejected into the mouth yes. of Rodan? <laughs> 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 yeah, I was thinking that exact same thing. Oh, that's funny. We were on the same wavelength. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, because you're right. I mean, it, in, in all in all, it's just a stupid monster movie. So I don't know. Like, I, I tried to go into it and not criticize too much. Yeah. But God, the action was god-awful. Like, that, the guy, the dad, wasn't he horrible? <laughs> he just, oh, my God. And the daughter, you know, I hate that thing when they're always running and everything's exploding and they live every time, you know? Yeah, but, no, see, I, I disagree with you. Um, he was from Friday, Nights, uh, Friday Night Lights. Uh, he's a good actor. And of course, I don't know his name, but I didn't think he was bad. Um, I, I hated the fact that I didn't know if Madison was a boy or girl till halfway through the film. Did you pick up on me that she was a girl? I did. Okay. You're so much smarter than I am. I'm powerful. Um, now, did you notice, but, you know, I talked about crying. That's the latest mm-hmm. thing in movies. And you didn't mm-hmm. realize what I was getting at. But of mm-hmm. course, they had the tear roll down the cheek. And I've been noticing in a lot of movies. Like I said, get out, a tear running down the cheek. Everyone well, has which one? The... Where was that again? Remind me on that. I don't remember the tear rolling down the cheek. For Madison? When was she when was she born? When was that? I don't know. Who died or who didn't die or the mom. Okay. Okay. Was it, was it when the mom took off in the Humvee? I don't know. But she had okay. a tear roll. And a lot of times I heard now they, they digitally add it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I guess I don't recall that specific scene here. I mean, there's just so much action. They're throwing themselves into buildings. And I mean, very similar to the ending of Endgame, I thought, where everybody's getting the shit kicked on, but nobody dies, you know? Exactly. Um, I mean, like you said, it's just a monster movie. So I don't know. You you know, Godzilla bites the head off and then it just grows back. Yeah. And then Rodan gets impaled by the little uh, yeah Mothra. And, Mothra. Then, and then it's fine. Yeah. It, it's like, what's up with this? Now, do you know how we often time through horror movies and stuff or monster movies say it's less is better? Do you think that movie showed way too much monster or do you think people are like, yes, this is what I want to see. I want to see the monsters. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Is it kind of like gonzo porn where there's no story and it's just all action? Uh I don't know. But I mean, because if you try to make it a serious movie, it's not a serious movie. It's just a monster movie. So you're right. What's better? Just have it non-stop monsters or right right exactly i you know um because they they got after it right away in this one you know we're normally the godzilla movies of the 1950s they don't show godzilla i mean there's little hints of them but they don't really show him a lot until maybe halfway or three quarters through the movie where this right away they start showing the monsters um i like mothra right away um Godzilla, they showed him from the 2014 eclipse. 
it was a lot of they they showed him a lot. I guess if you want to see him, you're gonna get to see him in this movie. So unlike um, Cloverfield, they don't show that they don't show that monster, which would be very similar to Godzilla. They don't show it at all. Maybe two three times, just little glimpses. Yeah. of Yeah, like I remember in the B two bombers dropping bombs on it. Yeah, exactly. Which makes that movie good because you know there's a monster, but you really don't know the extent of him and how horrifying is he. And it kind of adds to the buildup of it. I think the dumb thing in Cloverfield where they had the little babies. I can't stand when monsters have little babies. Oh, yeah, that was very reminiscent, though, of Jurassic Park, I thought, you know, where the little guys come out, the little raptors come out, um, which are usually more deadly, deadly than the actual monster itself. I think but, they should have had more cityscape, too, because they should have made some, you know, jokes about, like, having Godzilla step on a train or maybe not step on the train like he's gonna, and then he, the last second, doesn't want to step on the train. You know, Gosh, I thought there was a moment where he did do a train step, because they're they always infamous for showing his feet. Yes, stomping you know, a house or... Whatever he comes... But do you ever notice when he comes to the scene, you'll hear him walking from, like, 10 miles away and then it gets louder as he approaches but then when he's there you never hear the feet anymore you know because he's there does that make sense to you what i'm saying no i know exactly what you're saying and i kind of yeah. always liked how he walk off into the sunset you know when everything's done he would just walk back into the ocean that that was always steven spielberg's forte like in saving i, go, I keep going back to saving private ryan but he always built up the the entrance if you remember saving private ryan in that last scene when they're trying to save that town um the german panzer division is coming and they don't announce it but all of a sudden you see the dirt you hear the roar of the panzers but you also see the dirt shaking and the rock is falling back into the foxhole with them are you seeing like you, jurassic park where the jello starts shaking exactly exactly that's steven spielberg how he does that builds that up you know um, i love that when they're when they're those little subtle things exactly like the jello shaking kind of like my my stomach as I go. Yeah, I was I was gonna say we should have that on the podcast. You know, right before <laughs> the mics, you just hear the gurgling and you adjusting yourself in your car. And uh, you funny dang movie that we saw yesterday intrigue you or or nothing that really may get you all fired up. Well, it's funny you said that. I was thinking about movies. I was thinking about Godzilla. You know how no one gets killed and and Endgame. You're talking about just fighting and it's. I'm kind of burnt out. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think I, if, about four months ago, we talked about horror films when we went to uh, Halloween. And we talked, that's where we started talking about the, the knife sound effect. Every movie's got that knife sound effect. And, you know, I saw None, Halloween, um, Conjuring, It, and, and it just all kind of becomes the same film after a while. How, much, how many more horror films can you do? Um, it's kind of like, these end games, they're all kind of running themselves into each other. End game, Godzilla, it's kind of like, this is just a continuation with monsters of what end game was. So yeah, I, I, thought, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I, it's almost like you need some cleansing of the palate. Just so like no more, start no over. more, Mar no more Marvel movies for a while. Of course, they're going to pound those things out. We had a, there was a trailer for one yesterday um but oh what you know what looked i thought looked really good was uh joker what'd you think about that no that's funny we're on the same wavelength I, you asked me about it it looks stupid 
Right. Like the clown is not scary. It's stupid. You know, and they had right. the, the old lady running around naked in the background and, you know, it's been done. There's nothing, so, there's nothing about minute, that. So, so, so you did an old lady in a back room naked. <laughs> he said it's been done. I thought you were talking about a personal experience. It's completely natural. I know it is. Just embrace it. I so agree. that that movie and you had you know I had the kids growing up it it, it seems stupid to me, I did not yeah. like that. But the Joker was interesting to me. It was different. Mm-hmm. It came at the Joker differently, and I liked, I liked it. I mean, it, oh, you know, we'll see what the actual movie looks like. But he's a good actor, right? Right. Um, I got, now you're you're our you're our comic book expert, Diggs. Um, Marvel is constantly introducing single characters and making movies out of them. Okay. DC introduces the Joker without Batman. Is that the first time DC has really introduced a character, a villain, uh, a villain all on its own without Batman being present? It is, isn't it? I mean, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think, right? We had Batman, Aquaman. I don't know. I mean, I, you're probably right, but it, it looked I, cool. The music was cool. And the, it can, you know, had that urban gritty feel. Right. You know, the, he was the, you know, it's the Pagliacci. It's a clown that's laughing in the outside, crying in the inside. Right. Right. You know, it looks very good. And um, it was just interesting to see that Batman won't be a part of that, which they're introducing the character, the villain, like you said, all on its own, which I, I didn't know DC. I don't think DC's ever done that before, but I could, I could be stand, I could stand corrected on that. So. You know, and I've said that I make an intelligent comic book movie. And I mean, the Watchmen I thought was good. Mm-hmm. You should check that out. See what you think. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but at least it was trying to be a little more adult and not just so like you said, the end game, it was just a bunch of CGI thrown together and you know, they're just cranking these out too. put some artistic, mm-hmm thought into him you know right try to right. Pre- no, I, approach I it from a different angle no you're right, right. the the joker was one that stood out to me mm-hmm. do you remember when they said that was coming to the theaters no i don't but we could look to, into it to the theater i mean that's a I, that's not the first time i've seen that trailer do you want but... me to look it up oh. uh go ahead while okay. you do that i'm going to give my my review my buggy wheel we're going back to godzilla i don't want to beat it to death even though Godzilla beat the crap out of all the, you know, you know what I hated two days is the end. Or should I say this or not? It's kind of a spoiler deal. Oh, spoiler really. alert. Go ahead. Well, they, they, uh, bow to him, you know? And I'm like, what? That just seemed really corny way to end that whole thing. What did you think about that? Well, thanks for reminding me because the other monsters were stupid, weren't they? I mean, yeah, talk, about, like a, talk about no thought put into it. It was like a woolly mammoth was one of them. And a like bad, a, uh, ugly looking woolly mammoth and then just some spidery looking things and they were stupid. Yeah. I mean, that just goes to show you, like, the monsters that were created in the 60s, they were iconic. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why it, that's probably the best part of that movie is the return of Monster Zero, Rodan, and Mothra, you know? And all of a sudden they throw this other goofy things at you, but yeah, they're they bowing at the end. I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe some, maybe they were in some movies back in the day. I don't remember them. But, no, but they were horrible I. characters. Yeah, I mean, at least, that, at least, do something. You know, you had out of mythology. You know, you have a kind of a Godzilla T Rex. You have a giant bug. 
you know, you have uh, Rodan, which is kind of like a uh, pterodactyl. Pterodactyl, exactly. Have some, do a giant Sasquatch or do something. You know, you could be that could mm-hmm. be the American monster. Mm-hmm. You know, some you know, or before the flood in the Bible, there was giants that walked on Earth. You know what I mean? Bring mm-hmm. bring some of that mythology up. But those monsters were just half ass CGI garbage. Right, right. But anyway, all in all, I, I because it brought me back to the childhood days, we haven't seen Monster Zero or Mothra. I, I said this four times. I'm going to say it again. Um, they introduce you to them again, the newer version of them. We've already seen a newer version of Godzilla multiple times, but they've never added those characters. I liked that in the movie. Um, I'm a Godzilla fan. Um, I did catch a little nap during it. Um, I think my uh, we were with my daughter this time. I think I caught about a three minutes. She she woke me up. I was snoring, but it was only at the quiet moments. I know when to take naps when they were in the submarine heading down. I'm gonna give it um, five being the best. I'm gonna give it a three buggy wheel score. The CGI, speaking of the submarine, was horrible, wasn't it? I was sleeping. I don't know. Did that even look underwater? You know, I I, know. I hated the CGI. It was all smoky and filters and. Good God. I mean, do it maybe have a one scene where that, but other than that, just shoot it the way it's supposed to look. Right. Right. But, do, but, do and we I need... couldn't, and, and, and pan back or something and, and show the big picture. They did a couple times, but they got zoom in and you can't, I can't track all that stuff going on. Well, that's the thing, too. It was a long movie. I mean, it wasn't endgame long, but it was over two hours. And that starts to get lengthy. Do we need, do we need the setup of that magnitude of when the, can't we just say, hey, we're taking a submarine down. We're going to shoot radioactivity into him and wake him up again. Mine, it was what? stupid. It reminded me of Spock from on Star Trek when he had to go in the reactor and sacrifice his life. And yeah. It's just so, so corny. So what do you give it, Diggs? I'm going to give it uh, to five buggy wheels. I'll give it a three. Okay, that's right. You and I are on the same lines. So three apiece, three I me, mean, three you. The average moviegoer, you know, the popcorn movie, yada, yada, yada. But it was do something more with it. I like Godzilla. I have a blue sky, have him step on some trains, you know, knock over a bridge. Come on, that's what people want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You're right there. And the military oh. was garbage and the weapons were garbage and the planes were stupid and mm-hmm. and like when the Mothra they had the little guys with the guns, they had the little uh little stun gun guns or mm-hmm. what the heck was yeah. that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i forgot about that portion of the and then uh M- mothra spits little webs at him and mm-hmm. yeah that was actually kind of cool i thought but yeah, you know it's know. different than everybody else was fire breathing he wasn't so so digs i mean a moth is drawn to a flame so i don't know mothra should have flew right into godzilla's mouth Interesting. Now Godzilla had different uh, atomic breath, right? It wasn't always blue. So yeah, they they jazzed it up because yeah. they they supercharged him. Yeah. Remember? But then, well, then he turned red. That part was kind of cool. Yeah. Where, but he was supposed to blow. How come he didn't blow? I know. He wasn't excited it... enough. Okay. Johnny Rage, okay. another powerful episode. Oh, they they get better and better, just yes. like uh, just like meat on a grill. Yes. The longer it gets smoked, the better it is. And we've been in the smokehouse for many, many years. Now we're gonna need you, uh, Johnny Rage, to find out what kind of wood 
Are you using a mesquite, apple, cherry, et cetera? I know. Well, it's none of the, it's not, if anything, it's mesquite. I know it's not apple or cherry, but it's probably hickory. That's another another strong smell. I think it's hickory dickory dock. Roger that. Well, we thank everyone that listened to this powerful podcast. Please help support us. Like our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at Amish Bee Machine. Check us out on Instagram. We have powerful merch, AmishBabyMachine.com. We also have Patreon. Go to Patreon.com or link on the website, AmishBabyMachine.com. Please tell a friend about our powerful podcast. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else fine podcasts are found. Please support our podcast through Patreon and shop our merch at AmishBabyMachine.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production.